Welcome back to Side Piece Show. Oi. Jeez. You guys, that is not pretty. That is not good. My voice is so shot because, which you will soon find out, I have had the best talks, the best interviews, the best, coolest stuff going on. I can't wait for you to find out and to share all of it with you. But unfortunately, you just have to stay tuned for some of it because it's all coming up. But before I share all the amazing gloriness of the interviews coming up, I have to tell you what has been going on. So interesting stuff with the kids. Vivian, you know, is three. Logan just turned five. And we're in that like phase where they're saying more words and a lot of it is usually inappropriate words, but they don't know what the hell they're saying and it's hilariously funny, but you can't laugh because then you encourage them to say the word again, even though they don't know what they're talking about. So Logan is going pee the other day and he wakes up and he's going pee and Josh and I are like there and he's getting pee like everywhere. And I'm like, dude, you got to aim, like watch where you pee. I don't want to be cleaning up your pee all the time. I do that enough after your father. And Logan says, well, it's because I have such a big penis. (laughs) Okay. Obviously, Josh is so proud of this comment, but like you don't encourage this talk, okay? (laughs) But it's just one of those moments that you have to laugh. And again, I know how proud Josh was of that moment, this bond between the father and son. So then fast forward to later, same day, you guys, and Vivi's sitting on the toilet and I'm like, okay, we got to go to bed. Are you done? Are you done? You know, because they wouldn't like stall. Even if it's, I mean, they'll do anything to stall. Even if it's literally sitting on the shitter, they'll do anything to stall taking a bath and going to bed. So she's stalling, she's stalling. All of a sudden she wants to talk about my shirt. She wants to talk about my shorts. She wants to talk about my hair, my clip. And then she looks at my arm and she points to a freckle. And she says, what's that, mommy? And I said, it's a freckle. And she goes, a fuckle? And again, me laughing because I'm immature and I'm basically the same age as she is. I say, no, Viv. And she's laughing. So she thinks this is the word and it's funny. I said something that's mommy's laughing at. So I'm going to keep saying it. So we just keep repeating, fuckle, fuckle, fuckle. And I'm like, Viv, it's not that. It's freckle. But she can't even, A, she thinks it's funny, but she can't pronounce her R's great. So we're just not getting anywhere with the freckle word. It's just fuckle. So I start the day with that with Logan and I end it with Vivi. And that is just a little day in my life. And the best part is Josh, you know, basically knows that I'm as mature as Logan and Vivi and I'm laughing at everything. So then he gets fired up, right? Because he's like, okay, I'm the only adult here now, obviously. So basically it's like three kids here and then my husband. So good times all around, you guys. I just had to share it with you because uh, I'm a dork and I don't have any friends and you guys are my friends and I enjoy telling you my inappropriate and childish stories because I'm childish and inappropriate. With a super gross sounding voice, I super apologize again, but I promise you guys, it's so worth it. We have Namaste Bitches gearing up. I just saw Teresa. She was here in LA. We got together for dinner. It was the best time. You guys, we have so much in store. Oh 
my gosh, we have so much in store for Namaste Bitches. You remember, September 21st, mark it on your calendar, whatever you got to do, write it on your wrist, put it on your forehead, on your husband's forehead, because you know they don't wash their face. September 21st, Namaste Bitches, Teresa and me, first episode ever. Coming up, lots of stuff cooking. And before that, though, you guys, I, of course, have to say thank you, as always, for your amazing support. You guys, honestly, I wouldn't be doing Namaste Bitches with Teresa if it weren't for Side Piece and you guys. You guys are the reason why I love doing Side Piece. You guys are the reason why I love doing all of this. Your amazing support, your love, your messages, telling all your friends to listen. The messages, I know I say it every week, but the messages I get from you guys, like, oh my gosh, this interview was so great. I love this or I love that. It it just makes me so happy and I so appreciate it. I'll never get tired of saying it to you guys every week for a year and a half now, telling you how much I love you guys. Thank you guys for your amazing support for listening every week, for telling all your friends to listen, subscribe, rate, and review. You guys, thank you. It means more than you will ever, ever, ever know. And we are soon approaching September 21st for a brand new podcast with Teresa. It is going to be so bomb diggity. You guys, it's going to be amazing. So thank you. I love you. And I will see you with Side Piece next Wednesday. My guest today From that little, little show that we all are madly in love and obsessed with, Southern Charm. You guys, she is the absolute breakout star. Bold, beautiful. She's such a badass. And I had the best time talking with her. Yes, we know her, the beautiful blonde breakout star from Southern Charm, the one and only Olivia Flowers. How are you? Good. How are you? Dude, I mean, you're you're coming in like first season, Southern Charm. Like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Is it what you thought? I mean, it's a lot, right? It has been really fun. Like, I've I've enjoyed it a lot. I'm not jaded yet, like some of the other cast members. So I um I've had a I've had a really good time with it. Like jaded, like this is rough or my guard is up or how do you take jaded? I think so. I think with the guard being up, like I haven't been burnt by the drama. I don't have any exes. I don't really have any, I didn't really have any, um, you know, dog in the fight with any of the drama. So I feel like that kind of gave me an upper hand and just be able to come in and have, and have fun. I know, you know, I had Catherine on, who I thought was so incredibly sweet. And I don't know. I just felt like I've been watching Southern Charm since day one, episode one, season one. I've seen it all, right? And I just saw in that hour such a different side than I've seen in how many seasons it's been on. Really? Oh, I mean, I just like, like, where are you? Are you and Catherine cool? Like, where are you with friends and cast and all that? Yeah, Catherine and I, we're great. I mean, I've, I knew her coming into this and we've always had like a positive friendship. We haven't really, she and I have never had any kind of drama. 
I got to know her a little bit more before joining the cast. So I didn't have any like the preconceived gossip in my ear before coming on, which so I kind of had the same thing as you. Like you get that time with her and you really see who she is versus what you think you're seeing or what you're hearing. So I definitely I can relate to you when you say that. So are you cool? Like, where are you with the, I mean, like you said, you don't really have like beef. You're not in it. Like there's a lot of people that are obviously like, don't put her near me. I mean, obviously <laughs> Catherine and Naomi, we know like the things that we see, but like oh, the cool. newbie coming on, how are you? I mean, coming in at the beginning, newbie wise, I, I was, the people I knew I was cool with. And then I just wanted to wait and see, give everyone that fair chance. It's easy to come into a group and have everyone else be in your ear. So I was really um, adamant about not letting that sway me. Of course, after being around the drama for a while, you're gonna get pulled in. But um, overall, I'm great with the cast. I, I'd say I have good relationships with just about all of them. I mean, there's a couple that you'll see that um, I don't really hit it off with or don't really connect with. But I mean, overall, no, enemies that I know of <laughs> knock on wood knock on wood no I'm just joking it's gonna be you're so nice and sweet I just don't see how you can even like it's shocking when I feel like people co are coming at you sometimes about certain things I'm like this chick is so nice how are you how do you even have a beef with her about anything I, that's kind of like my stance on it you know like coming in I just assumed I didn't know anyone enough to have beef with anyone so when I saw like oh so and so did have a problem with me or you know something I, I just I was like I'm too new you just, I, I haven't given you a reason not to like me yet like give it a second I probably will but right I, totally I you know what I do appreciate like you totally like sticking to your guns like you stand around you stay firm even with people that are like vets and been around the block like you you're like no this is my thought. This is my perspective. This is what I want. And like, you're not backing down as like, okay, I'm the new girl. I'll just like, whatever you say and like bow down. Like I have super appreciated that from you all season. Like, Thank you. Tough. I mean, how old are you? I'm 30. I got dirty 30 this year. Oh my God, dude. Are you kidding me? You, I thought you were like 24. You look so <laughs> young oh my this god amazing like i wish i could look that young thank you wow i i it's i would say it's the botox but i think those have like <laughs> yeah, i wish no because i do that too and it's a little dog the botox i did the lower face botox for the first time ever and it jacked my face up i mad i yeah i went on watch what happens live and i just like had permanent resting bitch face there's nothing i could do about it i'm like coming it now but it just really changed my look and my face for like the oh my last God, now I need to go back and look at that because I didn't even notice anything different that's oh, insane I'll never I'll never a do that now and two I need to go back and look because you looked you did not look any different to me but like <laughs> but maybe you need that resting bitch face and be like what I'm here I'm tough <laughs> biggest question though I needed to ask you too before I forget which yeah. was harder trying to ride the horse when you guys went to, you know what I'm talking about, of trying course. to ride the horse or <laughs> trying to initially starting to date Austin. Oh, I was about to say, <laughs> fill in the blank for you. Um, I think take the saddle off that horse and it still would have been easier to ride than trying to figure 
Austin. And you saw what I looked like with the saddle on. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, it, you did better than I thought you were going to at first. Like you, you talked yourself up not very well and you actually succeeded pretty well, except for like when you're playing in the branches, yeah. not, we, we got a little crazy there, but well, that- I was like, no way. This is probably still not as hard as trying to figure out what's going on with Austin. No. Yeah. I mean, the horse, at least at the end of the day, I knew the destination was back at the barn and off of it with Austin. I just never knew where we were going to end up. So the horse had him beat with that. It was uh, a wild ride, but yeah, Austin, Austin's up there with them. A wild ride. Where are you guys? Are you guys dating? Are you not together? I mean, right now you're in between on the show. Yeah, we, we stay in those in-between waters, I think, you know, for a lot of the time. We're in a really good place now. I mean, he's honestly became my best friend throughout this whole process. And when we stopped trying to figure out what we were doing and figure out our title, it seemed like we were able to kind of relax more and just have fun. And I feel like we're, we're still in that place. So you're just kind of cruising. We're cruising. We're cruising. Yeah. I think, um, you know, you'll see the direction it goes towards the end of the, the season more, but we're in a good place for right now. How often do you get asked about Shep and Taylor? I mean, obviously more recently, a couple of my press uh, interviews I did, a lot of them were curious, but you know, they're both very, you know, I'm incredibly close with Taylor right. and Shep, he's an open book when it comes to answering those questions. So there's really no like mystery to it. It's just, they both need to, well, he needs to figure things out and they're just taking the time to do that. There really isn't more to it than that. Did you know, so obviously from watching the show, we've seen Austin, we've seen Shep, right? Like they're, you know, out in the dating scene and dating different chicks and all this. So you're coming to the, you're coming to the show and then you start kind of like getting interested and like doing your thing with Austin. Had you heard around the town pre coming onto the show, anything about Austin or Shep or like how they were or like, you know, they get a lot of chicks or anything like that. Had you heard stuff? I certainly, I mean, people can't help but give you their two cents on anything, even when you don't ask for it. So I knew what I was getting into with this group. I knew they were like the the party boys on King Street, but I, it still gets to like the different realm when you get to know them and be around them every day. You know, you can hear so much about them, but when you're like out and going to dinners and really like getting to know them, it's, it's different, but I definitely got my ear full ahead of time for sure. So you get your ear full and you're like, Hmm, but I would still like to give Austin a go. You know, people only assume what there are a certain way and there's a certain person on the show. And then you talk to them off like camera, not a camera interface, and you get to know the actual person. So I totally get what you're saying. You know, I saw these freaking, these freaking tabloid rumor bullshit. Like it was set up and staged for the show. And I'm just like, oh yeah, like Austin, me and you Austin. And Austin. Yeah, the funny thing is, I I didn't really get to know him until after everyone's like, oh, she's just dating him to be on the show. I'm like, that's that's opposite reason I wanted to come on the show. When I was um, approached about it, you know, obviously going through the casting process, 
they, I made it really clear. Like, I really don't want to be anyone's love interest. I don't want to be anyone's plus one. And they were great with like letting me have that freedom. He and I just, you know, organically kind of took that direction ourselves, but there wasn't anything there prior to, which I think is a big misconception. I'm very much, you know, like innocent till proven guilty. You know, I don't take other people's opinion or I, you know, I heed their advice and I take note of it, but I don't want to live by it. I wanted to have my own experiences and have, see where things went without having, you know, Susan from Utah's DM telling me to be careful, like sway it. (laughs) It's insane. You know what? You actually came in at like, normally it's like, there's so much going on with Catherine, right? But like you came in with a lot going on. I mean, now like Shep is in a relationship, right? The whole Madison and, and Austin thing from last season. And then, I mean, what is happening with a freaking dog wedding? Look at the madness that's happening from a dog wedding. Are you (laughs) kidding me? We have Austin and whatever with Sierra. And then we have Naomi and freaking Whitney. You're right. Like if the dog wedding wasn't enough of a mind fuck. (laughs) So, yeah, I think. I was wondering, I was like, how long have I been out, like gone from the South? Is this like the thing to do in the South now? We'll marry our dogs. I don't know. That whole thing was absurd to me. I was pretty, I was pretty checked out from the get go. <laughs> I mean, and then you see Austin up there with Madison, which is weird. And obviously it's like, of course we have to put Austin and Madison together. So you're like literally seeing the, do- the guy that you're into with his ex all the time. On an altar on the altar did you ever was there ever a point where like Austin I like him but he is not over Madison it wasn't so much that I was worried he still had feelings for her I there really wasn't ever a time that I I questioned that I just think they're having to navigate being exes in such an odd way like normally when you're an ex with someone like that's it you go your separate ways but be around each other and so I knew it was a lot of that. I don't feel like there's lingering feelings and I never really did, but it, it, it is weird. I mean, I say that plenty of times. I'm like, it's weird. It's all weird. Like the interactions between exes and how often you have to be around each other and how much commentary they both have on each other. It's just like, it's, it's, a, it's new for me. With the and show, I, totally. Yeah. Do you think there's, is it still weird now? Obviously you're watching the season, which was so long ago, but presently like today, is it still weird? I thought everything was relatively fine. It wasn't until Madison went and did her press tour and whatnot after Watch What Happens that I saw things that were said about me and Austin that was, took me back. I was, because I just, like I said, I didn't think, she and I knew each other well enough to already have these problems and to see that it was still, I mean, months later, she was still talking about him on like Instagram or in the press and then decided to say mean stuff about me. I was just like, wait. Oh, wait, I missed all of this. She said stuff about you? I, yeah, I think she called me homeless. She oh. called me homey, and then she called me trust fund trash, like all in the same week. And I'm just, where did that come from? I endure nothing of this. Yeah, that your guess is as good as mine. So that was, that was kind of where I was just like, 
why is this still a thing? Like you're engaged. Austin and I are fine. Like it's so for it to like keep coming back up is what's confusing to me. And I don't know, like, I don't ever know how to respond to stuff like that. So then how do you like see her? Are you like, okay, we're going to film again. Cool. Like, do you see her actually ever out like outside of doing the show? No, you know what? For Charleston being such a small town, we really, I mean, we don't run into each other ever. We saw each other at Leva's birthday party um, back in May and it was a pleasant, relatively friendly interaction. So again, another reason why I was confused as to why there was anything. So she said all this stuff after the interaction in May? This is like more recent. Mm Mm-hmm. No, which is weird because not like she's so into Austin. She's freaking engaged. Are she married? No, she's engaged. Engaged. And and that's what I mean. I don't think that there's any lingering feelings between either of them. It was just kind of just confusing. Like, I'm like, I don't think we need to have these problems personally. So I don't know. Does that make you want to like stay away though then like from Austin and like, dude, there's a lot of baggage. There's a lot of drama. Maybe I just find someone more quote simpler. I think initially that was kind of where my headspace was, but he and I were able to like take the summer and really get to know each other and have fun. So I don't want to miss out on a good connection with someone just because of somebody else intervening. You know what I mean? Totally. No, I love that. I love that you guys are like where you are right now, because right now it's like, we're, oh, right. I'm just, I was just catching up on the latest and it's like, you're asking him like, dude, did you just hook up with Sierra? Because I brought a date to the freaking dog wedding. And I'm like, oh shit. So like, how is it watching back? Cause you guys are in a good place and they, you know, everyone I've interviewed almost a hundred people and a lot of housewives. And they're always like, it's like doing this show is like three parts. You film it, you know, you have the reunion, you watch it back. And it's like kind of three parts. You live it as you're filming it and doing it, but now you have to watch it back. And you guys were cool. And now you're watching where like he did his thing with Sierra. Right. That part is tricky. You definitely, I mean, it's, you never get used to hearing yourself being talked about, whether it's good or bad. So to do it on a show and, and really see people's conversations like, oh, that's what's going on. You know, he talks about like, well, I went out with Sierra because she took a date. I didn't know that those conversations were happening. Right. So of course, like, dude, you just told on yourself that you're doing tip for tat. So it's kind of weird. It like bums me out in real time, but I also know that was early on and we were in the gray area. So it's a weird, it's a weird mix. It's like two worlds. You're like, I'm here, but I'm watching there, but they're pissing me off for here. (laughs) (laughs) And you're a dick for what you did six months ago. for dinner tonight (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you're buying because six months ago you did this with sierra thank you bye it's It's crazy exactly that you guys living in this speaking of the exes it's funny how like your show like all these exes are so intertwined because again i'm coming hot off of this last episode with the whole thing with craig and Whitney and naomi and i'm like whoa i did not see that coming with craig (laughs) was that nuts for you like when I found out on the episode when Shep and Taylor talking to me like that was real time I had no idea I was just so when they told me that was like my real reaction my mouth fell on the ground oh when you guys were sitting in the three of you in that cabin yeah because I was in a 
understanding why everyone was laughing when he was showing us to our rooms and they're like, oh yeah, I bet Naomi gets that room. Like I didn't, I wasn't picking up on it at all. And so when Shep and Taylor were like, were hinting at it, that was, that was in real time, real reaction. <laughs> and we obviously saw Austin's reaction when his interview, he's like, what? Like how? Yeah. Even Level was like, what is she thinking? Everyone was like, Naomi, you're here. And Whitney is down here. Did you think that's, I mean, obviously there's been a lot too out there. And so there's so much crap. I don't know how you guys do it on social media and the stories and the this and the that and the people thinking this happened for this reason. Is it weird to you that they hooked up? It was, um, you know, coming in new. I think Levis said it best. Honestly, when Levis said, I feel like I just found out two cousins are hooking up. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that like kind of resonated with everyone. (laughs) That was amazing. That was, yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was perfectly said and it just hit, but it's not anything against Whitney or Naomi. It was just like, oh, what? I didn't Where? Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incestual though. It does. It does seem like that because the group has just been around for so long with each other. And it's like, this person's with this person, but then they go here and here and here, you know, it's like soap opera-ish, right? right. Like this, everyone's like with each other in some way. I yes. was, I was totally taken aback from Craig's reaction though, because you literally have the one episode where we're ending it. And he's like, Naomi, you mean nothing to my life. You mean nothing to my world. I love Paige. And then we go to freak out and he's clearly bothered by the, like, by this. It was just like, for me, it was like, what's going on? Are you still having feelings for her? You know, because they edited it to seem like Naomi is definitely still into Craig at this point of the juncture. It, I think, I think that's where everyone is, like cast included, just being confused because, you know, as you see, one second Craig's like, I'm fine. We're fine. I'm happy over here. She's happy over there. I don't care what she's doing. And then the next scene, you know, you see his reaction. So I think we're all just as confused as, as you are when it comes to that stuff. Um, there was a lot of mixed messages with Craig throughout throughout the whole season, I thought, personally. And that was one of them. <laughs> so do you think Naomi, or we don't know yet, do you think there's a thing happening, like a real thing with Naomi and Whitney? You will have oh, to. Shit. I know. See, some, it's so hard because like, it's like, where are you now? We don't, a lot of this stuff is playing out, but like, can we talk about this stuff right now? There's like, right. it's so much because there's, you know what else too? It's just all the social media stuff, like the gossip and that bullshit then it like gets the same thing. And I'm really happy that you said that. Cause I, I like the whole thing about like, I went to casting and I said, I don't want to be a love interest. I don't want to be a plus one because it is out there. Like you and the Austin thing were staged. And the other thing is too, which I want you to clear up too, because I read it recently or saw it recently about like, you guys moved back to Charleston specifically just to do the show. Like, how did you get back to Charleston and even get hooked up with the show? I know we're going backwards, but that's something that I don't want to forget because I want you to clear that up. Yeah, no, I appreciate you asking. Charleston has always been a home away from home. My family's always kept a second place there. So I never lived there full time. And when I was out West, I always knew it was in my plans to go back to the East Coast. That's just, I just feel like I belong here. I'm closer to family. 
And, and then COVID hit and my family was already out here. So when COVID hit and I moved home, um, that's when I talked to Leva and Leva is a family friend, her and Lamar, we've been friends with them for ages. My dad does business with them and that, and I was talking to her about coming back and, um, it was just like, I couldn't think of a better time to do it. So she told me, she's like, well, I threw your name out there. You know, they're looking for people to be on the show if you're interested, but I never thought in a million years it would actually happen. But I was already in the process of moving back as that happened. And I mean, as much, the show certainly expedited the process, but I didn't um, move back specifically for, for this the show. You were in yeah. LA. I was in LA. Yeah. And I, I always want to do something in the entertainment industry. I've always had a passion for it. And I was uh, doing acting for a while. I was a production assistant. And I mean, I don't know anyone that goes from scripted television or to reality TV and then goes to scripted television. Like if anything, doing reality TV would kind of hinder that process. So when people say like, oh, she's just doing the show to get a leg up on her career. It's like, I had to make an active decision to know that my wanting to do scripted TV would probably be put on hold with right. doing reality. Um, so it, the, the timing of it was perfect, but there wasn't, it was never like, Oh, I got the show. I'm moving back. I was already planning to go. You're already moving. But like, if yeah. you had this dream to do like, you're here in LA, I'm in LA. So you're here in LA. You're like, I have this dream. I want to do TV and scripted in this. And you, you know, you move away, you do all this stuff. Why then did, were you like, sure, I'll do this reality show because it was Southern charm because I mean, like to, if it could possibly get in the way of your big dream, like, why would you do it? Well, at that time, so I had started working as an assistant for an, an onset acting coach and I was starting to do behind the camera stuff and getting into editing and I was signed up to do at the New York Film Academy. I was going to go there for director's school. And then COVID hit and LA just shut down. Yep, for sure. Yeah. A thousand percent. And so it it was kind of like a way to, it's like best of both worlds. I get to come home and be closer to family, be on the coast that I'm more familiar with and still be in the industry. Because before I thought like I have to be in LA in order to like make right. this dream. And so this kind of just felt like best of both worlds. You know, I didn't have anything really keeping me in LA. I just knew that I was passionate about it. And even though it's reality and it's a different avenue, I'm still getting to be in it and right. look at stuff. And so it, it just at the moment, it just seemed like divine timing. It was, it was something to bring me home. It was something that still kept me in the industry, but it wasn't any kind of I'm giving up on this to go do this kind right. of thing. No, this is good because again, all the stuff out there, and this is the stuff that I want to hear right from you because I hate reading all the bullshit, right? Sure. So much. Everyone just makes up any story they can. It is yes. just, you know, but it's funny because I'm always like, what if I did this? What if I did this, right? Your parents obviously on the show do well for themselves. Were they like, I'm not going to do a freaking Southern charm? Or were they like, cool, let's do it? Because my parents would be like, are you crazy right now? <laughs> I, my parents, I think, you know, as you see, were really close and they've always known that I wanted to be involved with, with the entertainment industry. So I, they really did just kind of trust me to take on this next chapter. There was a lot of talk about doing it. It wasn't just like on a whim, you know, right. 
expectation that went into it. And at the end of the day, they just wanted me to to do what made me happy. And it was it's like a, a door opening. Like, why not go through it and see how it goes? And my mom obviously was was biased and was excited to have me like come home. For sure. So, girls home. So this is the reason, even though then you're bringing in Austin and your mom clearly doesn't like his boots. Uh, <laughs> How are they like, do they like them? And obviously at the same time, it's like you, like they're going through it and they're watching this back and they're like, oh, my girl liked this guy. This guy's going to go and have hook up with this other girl to get back. Is it like, oh shit, my parents are seeing this. They're not going to like Austin anymore. Is it hard? I can't lie. It is hard. And yeah. I don't, I probably because I'm, I am super close to them. I don't know. Like most people aren't watched, like involved with these shows with their parents, but that definitely crosses my mind each episode. I'm like, oh gosh, like, my I mean, mom watch- and dad. yeah, my mom and dad. And, and on Watch What Happens, one of the questions was um, asking about me and Austin, like in the bedroom, like our sex life. And I could, and my mom's in the audience. So all I could think, I was like, um, I'm not going to answer that. You know, my mom's here. So of course, like having them involved is an extra sense of like paranoia. <laughs> right. Well, and you're so close and like daddy's girl. And like you talk to, you talk to daddy about like dates and what to wear and like, I'm doing this. So it's like, I can't even imagine then what is happening and how that is. And for you, you know, it's one thing if it's like an outside person, like you said, Karen in Minnesota is DMing you like Austin's a douche, but it's another thing if your dad's like, dude, what is this guy doing? And now my, my daughter wants to be with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it just really goes back to the trust of it. Just like they trusted me to how I was going to handle something like the show. It's kind of the same thing. Like they just trust the, the process with Austin and I, and, and, you know, they see us together. They know we have a great friendship and connection. So I think they just kind of take a back seat, but they're, they're, my mom's opinionated. She lets me know when something bothers her or not. So well, you saw, I dig it. Yeah. But I see now where you get it. I mean, I started by saying, this is amazing. Like, I appreciate you, even though like you're a rookie and you're still like, I'm standing my ground. This is what I think. Don't get in my face. I'm standing up for people that aren't here. I'm standing up for myself. Like it's dope. It's awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate that. No, it's, it's awesome to see. Like, I'm like, yeah, like I'd be talking to the TV, like, we're like you know like don't back down from them like they can you know they're ganging up on even times when like the chicks are ganging up on you and I'm like dude she's still standing her ground and defending like you were defending Catherine and Catherine wasn't even there so it it was awesome like do so you knew where are you so you knew Leva coming into this did you know any of the other girls I knew Leva Catherine I had met Taylor one before we started filming but Taylor was someone that I saw like even before I was even considered for the show and was like I would be best friends with that girl like she's Uh so my speed and but sorry to go back to your question so I met Taylor once uh Leva Catherine and I think that's it for the girls so I didn't know Vanita and Naomi and and I can't ever remember that girl's name Madison Simon or Madison so I didn't know the other So you are, you actually then did going in, like you didn't know these chicks and like at the Naomi's house, when they all are like getting in your face, like you're literally going against these girls that you didn't even know, but you're like, I'm still going to have my girls back. Yeah. You know, it was just coming out and I kind of approached 
anything like that is something as I hope if I wasn't here, someone would do that for me kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean, um, I wasn't trying to come in and chime in on the past drama. It was just strictly about that moment right then. Like she's not here. It didn't make sense to me that Naomi went to the birthday party when she didn't like Catherine. Right. So I was just that, you know, I wasn't trying to like jump into to the the deeper levels of why they had issues with one another. Is it hard though to be like, you know, because obviously again, coming hot off the press of last night of watching the last episode, Catherine was so upset with Caleb because he, she's like, you're talking to basically my enemy, Naomi, and you're not having my back. So then is it hard for you when you're close to somebody like Catherine? Is it hard to then be cool with like a Naomi who obviously they are not cool? Or do you feel like you're in the middle or you have to pick sides? You know, I honestly don't like it, it's kind of the same thing with, you know, and also it's giving me an earful about Madison. I wasn't going to let that have an effect on how I feel about Madison. I was going to figure it out for myself. And so with Naomi, you know, we really the second we reached common ground and we put the drama behind us, like we were fine. Like I'm great with Naomi now. I've, she's one of my good friends on the show. And, and I'm not going to let other people's issues dictate whether or not I stay cool with someone. I mean, what's the point of doing that, of doing all of this then, you know? You're dope. And listen, and not to sound creepy or weird, but like as like an older whatever and like knowing the show, like I'm proud of you. Like the things that you're doing and you seem level-headed and not jaded yet, which is great because, you know, it is. It's different talking to you as talking to like Catherine, right? So I just, I really appreciate that. And then all the, like you said, all the outside noise, right? I want to clear up these things that are out there because I don't think it's fair for you that all these people can put stuff out there. And again, there's a ton of good stuff, but like, is there anything else that like you've heard or seen that like the relationship or you moved here just to be on the show? Is there anything else that's out there that you're like, this isn't true or this is what's happening that you just want to like shut it down? Um, I don't know. I've got like a good base as far as like my family and friends that I know they know me well. And, you know, that's like, that helps me kind of get through this. I really, this is going to sound cliche, but I don't look at the comments solely because I know I can like lose myself yeah. in those things. But, you know, for the most part, I'm never trying to be like dismissive of any of the other castmates. Um, the issues and whatnot, like I am very much like I would rather face the problems head on with people rather than go like behind the backs of press. And so I don't know, like, I, I don't even know how to answer that question. I don't know. I just I, like there's just if there's anything that you want to throw out there, because I just wanted people to like to hear it from your mouth, like, this is bullshit, or this is true, or that did not happen. You know, because again, it's your voice instead of people like, you know, the noise. For sure. No, I mean, I, I feel like you, you were asking all the fire questions for me to be able to do that. So good. I think I feel good. good about it, but you know, I say I'm cool with someone this week and I'll find out next week. <laughs> not oh, the case. Wait, when we're watching it back, it is like, cause you're watching it as we're watching it. Right. Right. And you learn so much like watching it back. You're like, Oh, like that's why that happened. I mean, overall I, there's, not anything really that I would do drastically 
different, you know, I'm, I'm glad I didn't take on other people's opinions on things. And I kind of, because I didn't listen to other people's opinions and just kind of went with how I felt and my intuition, I've gotten some great friendships out of it. So watching it back, because you're like, is there something I would do different? Watching it back, would you have brought the date to piss Austin off a little bit? Would you have brought that date to the wedding, to the dog wedding? Had you done it again? Oh, 1000%. Yeah. Because you would like Austin, step up. Well, first of all, I thought it was, there was no reason to say no at that point, yeah. you know? Um, and I'm about to go sit down and watch two canines marry each other. And Austin and his ex are walking down. Yeah, no, I would have brought a, a, a whole lot more than just a date if I know. <laughs> Alcohol, especially. Uh, yeah, I would do that 100% again. So would you do it again? Like knowing everything you're going through, the good, the bad, the whatever. If they were like, okay, we're going to have you come back for another season. Would you like be like, definitely? Or would you think twice about it? At this point, I would, I would be happy to come back. Like I said, it's been a blast. And I'm excited to see like how the next everything else plays. I'm just as curious as y'all are to see how everything else plays out. <laughs> this season is so awesome. I'm so um, pumped. You make an awesome addition. You're strong. You're beautiful. Like you got your shit together. It's just been, it's been awesome watching you, which is why I've been like, yo, you got to come on. This is, I, I just think you're awesome. I love what you're doing. I love what you're bringing. Um, and this was just, I was really excited to talk with you. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. This has been so fun. You too. Good luck on the rest of the season. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Thanks, girl. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. At Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.